I'll do that line again. No, no, I think it's fine. Oh, I see. I mean, we're doing this like natural. Like we're yeah, just having conversation. He's going to publish this even. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Welcome to Nourished by Spinneys, the podcast which promises to inspire you to eat well and live well. I'm Tiffany Eslick. And I'm Devina Devecha. This is a space where we hope to nourish your heart and soul. On this show, we chat with leading players in the food community, from farmers to foodies, as well as health and well-being experts. It's all about engaging conversations and fresh ideas. Today's episode might just be the best gift our producer Chirag has ever received. Or his worst nightmare could go either way. He's going to love it (laughs) because it's an entire episode with just Davina and me. I thought it would be a good idea to look back at our first season, maybe some of our highlights and what's coming up as well. Starting with, I suppose, that we finally got our podcast out the door. Yes, I mean, it might have taken us a few episodes to really get into our stride, but I really enjoyed bringing these longer interviews out to supplement our written features in the magazine and on the website. It's just been great to be able to tell some amazing stories. And we've had some fun adding the clips to Instagram and TikTok as well. The first episode with Hatem Mata, yeah. he's just born to do podcasts. I mean, yeah. he's, he's so good at it. And I think his story is so int- intriguing and interesting. And so I love that. Started smoking backyard. Brisket is a giant chunk of meat. You're talking about six kilos of meat. What do you do with the rest? So invite neighbors, the neighbors, their neighbors, and then their neighbors, and then their neighbors. And then word of mouth turned into a, like a alter ego respectable member of society, vice president of an oil and gas company. That was my Bruce Wayne. Well-dressed, well-kept, smelled nice. And then this Batman character came out, you know, apron on. Right. You know how Superman does the thing. Yeah. Alter Ego came out, this character that was cooking at night and like nobody knew his identity and he was just delivering brisket. Catering business out of the backyard then turned into events then turned into a proper company because all of that stuff was pre-company, then turned into a restaurant at Time Out, then three restaurants in the city, uh, and now international expansion signed yesterday. And uh, yeah, maybe world's 50 best on Mars. First barbecue restaurant to win it. Who knows? Why not? I don't know. I'm just kind of winging it. I also really enjoyed working with Pitfire and, yeah. and being in the kitchen behind the scenes. And, you know, in that tiny spot in JLT, basically took over the whole restaurant. <laughs> I was like leaning over the pizza, yeah. trying to like, watch what's going on. You were on the other side, Chirag. Where were you? Like stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> um, like, um, so, and we made it work. You know, and the photographer was going crazy. Um, yeah, that was. And, and Bill and um, Michelle are just such wonderful characters. I really felt to be great at this business. I had to understand bread, you know, so this is something that we put a lot of energy into. And it's frankly, if you're into baking, everybody will understand this, that there's no end to it. You know, I'm always looking for the next nugget. And I would say that maybe on average once a year, I find something that's like, okay, there, there's like an 8% pump, you know, to the finished crust in one way or another, you know. He's a mad so, scientist. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like I, it. Yeah. I, I live with a mad scientist. Yeah.
Yeah, it was great to to actually watch while you guys were recording that one. Um, and I think for me, I enjoyed learning a lot through this entire season about, you know, food culture, ingredients from around the world and how different people approach food in their own perspective. You know, episodes like the one I recorded with Ambet Ocampo, who was the Filipino historian. Um, he was here during the Emirates Lit Fest. And just to understand so much more about Filipino ingredients and cuisine and kind of how it came to be, that was fascinating. I think when we've done tastings on the show, those yeah. have been fun. Um, I did the Silk Route tasting uh, with Carmen, Chef Carmen at Bricks. Um, I don't know how many people wanted to hear me eating, but you know that was part <laughs> of the episode as well. And it was great to learn more about that. Everything that you have, we make it in-house. Oh my God. Mm. Mm. It's really um, nice. They drink. It's a very yeah. special one. So we create a coffee kombucha. And from this oh, coffee kombucha, so we make a cocktail, a very special flavor. I have not really tasted a flavor like this in <laughs> a drink. But because we understood through the books and through everything that we've been reading, that many of the drinks that they've been having through the way is being fermented. Mm. And obviously kombucha is a fermented yeah. drink. So I think that this one is one of those flavors that they goes very well along with the fireplace, yeah. being outside, having your nice brioche. They were all, each episode, we learned something here. Yeah, and definitely. It's, gosh, it's hard to choose. And I mean, Chirag, we should probably ask you as well. You've oh, been, hello. Uh, hello, you've been observing us silently uh, behind the scenes over the last year. What about you? What are your highlights? I'm going to say the bloopers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It happens. I mean, it's a very natural thing that happens, right? Like these bloopers when we're trying to record and we fumble through words or, yeah. or like we have just very, very... I mean, there are jokes that we haven't aired because we probably <laughs> we, we couldn't. Never, never, we can never, yeah, air. never, ever. Uh, but, they, but it's just been fun, right? It keeps the it keeps the room light. I think it's also allowed us, like we've aired some of the bloopers because they just add this little fun side to the show. But on a more serious note, I think from a, from a content side, um, I think it's the variety of the episodes, right? So we've had just sit-down interviews, like you mentioned. We've had tastings, which has been great. Um, learning about how restaurants are conceptualized and come together. So we had like table where, which by the way, was just a weird on-site situation, right? Because they were in the middle of construction and we <laughs> yeah. were kind of trying to figure out how are we going to make this work? Um, we had a masterclass, right? We've learned about Christmas trees. Yeah. So it's, it's just, there's a whole range of things that we've done um, in just a year or a little less than a year. Uh, so for me, that's been the fun part, right? Is every episode tends to be a little bit different. We're trying to kind of meld something that's an experience with a conversation and, and try to do that more and more. And I think to your point about, you know, how we've been on site and trying to figure out what we'll do, I think I've enjoyed those the most. Um, you know, like you said, with Table, even with Pitfire, going to Below Farm and actually touring the whole farm and learning oh, yeah. more about the mushrooms. While I love like the sit down interviews as well, there's something quite magical about being able to actually be there in the thick of it. Absolutely. I think like being in people's environments. So when we were with Stasha at 21 Grams, yeah. you know, in that beautiful private dining space, uh, but just to see her, her colors and her art and the vibe in the restaurant, it added to the, the interview. And the masterclass, um, you know, with uh, Bread Ahead, that was fun. I mean, being at Expo when it was dead quiet yeah. and, um, <laughs> and then making this amazing focaccia in a kitchen, you know, it, that, yeah, so it's on site. So maybe that's something to take away from yeah. the, the next season. We'll uh, put Chirag through more difficult situations of trying yeah. to figure out how to set everything up. <laughs> maybe we choose the most impossible situations. <laughs> yeah. well, maybe the summer I'll actually have to be in a ceiling for it to work. <laughs> uh, no, but I think, I think there's something nice about that, right? Because again, this is a very 
it's an audio medium, but I think blending the experience with it makes it fun. It's also like speaks to all the stuff that you guys are trying to do. So, I mean, you, you think about like the trips you've taken mm. where you're going to meet suppliers and you're kind of trying, the reason you're doing that is because you want to see not only where everything's coming from, but also you want to be part of that journey yes. and within that, right? Uh, so even when, when we think of Pitfire, uh, we were in, what was it? It's a 300 something square space yeah. yeah i mean it was tiny it was yeah, tiny yeah. right but it's it's not i think it's only when i left that i was like wow that was like we were there for four hours or something yeah and <laughs> so. you know actually just what you said about like being in that tiny space and the, the challenge i think a recurring theme from pretty much everyone we've spoken to is that however they've found solutions or creativity it's always been from a challenge you know and it's so yeah, I think you you need to put yourself in a in a slightly difficult environment or, or situation to bring out your best often. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I think from a creative point, like it's also been a bit of an experiment, right? So yeah. we've tried different things. We've seen some episodes resonate. We've seen some. I mean, most of the most of them have. We've seen some conversations maybe not do that well, right? And yeah. we're kind of still learning that process of saying, okay. Is this does this make for a good listening experience at the end? Does it not? Yeah. How much of it should be the conversation? How much of it should be the, like say the master class was a good example where yeah. we were trying to do that. So and we were doing kind of we were going back and forth. Yeah. So again, it was yeah. like a tricky conversation to have, even with him, right? Like we were kind of going back yeah. and forth. Yeah, or he got interrupted by uh by an alarm going off because he had to pull up beds at some point. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more to Bread Ahead as a brand. You know, you've got like your your school side. Like, yeah. on, do you need to jump up? Yeah. <laughs> he did we warn us be about this. Right like, back yeah. after a short break. <laughs> yeah. Off the coaches. Pretty. <laughs> this is the beauty of being live in a bakery. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and all the smells. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think those are those are interesting experiments. And then obviously we'd love to hear from everybody, you know, people who are listening to say like, oh, I really enjoyed this or I didn't. And we've seen some of that happen on social. On, yeah, the on feedback Instagram. has been great. You yeah. know, we've got our dedicated fans. I've got a couple who send me, you know, things on Instagram or on WhatsApp saying, listen to this. And just, yeah, it's heartwarming that you, we've got these dedicated listeners. And it's it's interesting to see who is liking what and, and how they're reacting. You know, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of people loving Baby Spice. <laughs> <laughs> and But also, I think there's a real thirst for homegrown yes. content here so yeah i mean we're pretty much focused on that otherwise yeah. and and that those do really really yeah, well definitely. because we're such a tight community here yeah yeah even with episodes like hatham's episode yeah. like you mentioned you know did really well because of that kind of that story yeah you know, that local homegrown yeah. uh, story that those do so well it's nice to see i think what's fascinating on the social stuff is like we've for example put out an episode and then it's the next day that we're going to actually post about it. And before we've, like, before Spinney's has actually put it out, yeah, we have people already sharing the episode being like, I heard this conversation was great. And I'm like, dude, we haven't, we haven't marketed this yet. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's already <laughs> coming back. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's wonderful, right? Like, it that's, it's, it's, it's a great source of feedback in terms of saying, okay, people are enjoying what yeah. we're doing. People actually listen to us. Yay, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, both Tiff and I have mentioned, like, a couple of episodes that we enjoyed recording or what we learned or what we took away from it but you haven't you've been very you know vague Chirag. tell us more <laughs> which were your favorites yeah. i don't think i've been vague i've just been because i'm i'm looking at it constantly from a almost from a concept point of view right to be yeah. like okay this episode we're trying to deliver x this episode we're trying to deliver something else so i'm always in that zone i think yeah. that's the reason to some degree i think my favorite would be chef carmen's only because i thought that it was just such a lovely blend of experience and conversation together because it was unique in in terms of anything I've 
pup produced. Okay. Uh, and it was this like perfect blend. There was so much to learn. There was there was history. There was like her journey. There was like a lot of ums and ahs because you know <laughs> food was, <laughs> I being was eating. eating <laughs> and I'm so sad I had to miss that one because yeah. it's just it was such a hit. And I know her food is beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's so, so good. Times, yeah. yeah. And then she was super sweet, by the way. Like she yeah. she ordered me a separate dessert at the end just because. I You're vegan. Taste uh, oh yes, yes, of course. Yeah, but we forgave you for that fact long ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and I mean, it was just nice. So the overall yeah. experience, I think, for me that day was probably one of my favorites to put together. Uh, but then, of course, we've had so many highlights, right? Like just getting behind the scenes with Pitfire. Me and Bill had such a long conversation while we were waiting in the back for the pizzas to come out, and the photography was going on. Yeah. Um, I was just very insightful, right? Like, is these are these are. Well, these are nourishing things yes, that, yeah. that happen, right? Yeah. In the in the process of doing that. So I and think I think great. with most of the episodes, actually, we've ended up tasting some amazing food. Absolutely. Um, whether yeah. because we're doing an actual tasting for the episode or just because, you know, we're shooting the food. So it's like, okay, well, let's eat this now. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some of that corn at table yeah. uh, with Chef Carlos, um, you know, the pizzas and uh, the apple pie um, yeah. at Pitfire. So the focaccia oh bread ahead. God, yeah. I mean, I ate that as I was walking to the car. <laughs> so I, I did admit on air. And on Shake's Eye Road. Yeah. Just like munching away. <laughs> Dripping in garlic bread. <laughs> but I think it also goes back to you saying how tight-knit the community is in the mm. homegrown aspect of the community, mm. where they're just so excited to have us, to talk to us. And then also we're like, but you've got to try X, yeah. you've got to yeah. try Y, right? Tasha was the same way. She was like, well, you're, where are you going? Like, we've yes. got to eat, right? Yeah. And it's just one of those things that I think is just very nice. Oh, and we got the mushroom croquettes as well. Yeah, how are your mushrooms doing? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's they're, a... with, they're with my mom. Oh, okay. They're not with me. <laughs> I have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and be right back. Let's talk about our tomatoes. Our Spinney's food tomatoes come from Ladoria, tomato processors based out of Italy since 1954. They source their tomatoes across the provinces of Campania, which has a lot of great volcanic good soil, and Apulia, which is close to the sea. Yes, the tomatoes are grown in natural conditions and then processed within 24 hours of picking through the summer to lock in that freshness that you enjoy with our tomatoes. We love working with partners like Ladoria. In 2016, they became the first Italian tomato company to produce a sustainability report outlining their carbon dioxide reduction goals. Here's Diodato Ferraioli, who represents the third generation of this family business. We have been able to map uh, our CO2 uh, consumption throughout all our extended supply chain, uh, and we're putting uh, into place uh, several activities in order to uh, reduce uh, the, the, uh, our impact. For instance, uh, we are setting up new photovoltaic plants to be uh, always uh, less reliable uh, on energy uh, coming from non-renewable uh, sources. In 2022, the company recovered 98% of its food waste, which is just fantastic. So the next time you want delicious tomatoes, you can shop them at spinneys.com or grab a can in our stores. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany. I'm Devina. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to the season wrap-up of Nourished by Spinnies. Okay, so where were we? I think let's talk about some of the themes that we saw over the various episodes, starting perhaps with the Nourish question, which I 
constantly forgot to ask people and you needed to remind me. That's all right. I forgot in one episode as well. So, you know, uh, for our listeners, um, and just in case you didn't know, we asked just about every guest, well, nearly, uh, who came on the show, what nourishes their soul. Which is, I think, a good moment as well for us to kind of, or I can ask you guys that question, right? Because although we had, I think we had one guest who actually spun that question back at, yes, at you too, at some point. Yes, I can't remember what I answered. Which is good. Yeah. Because that I mean, means we could get a fresh answer. It's just <laughs> 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 yeah, I think, I think maybe the, the right question is like, what is currently nourishing your soul? Yes. Uh, so, okay, let's start with you, Tiff. What's what's currently nourishing Can we start with Davina? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start with Davina then. Okay, so what's currently nourishing my soul? I think uh, the same thing as the last couple of years, dance. Um, dance is still nourishing my soul, still going strong with that. Um, for people who are listening and maybe confused, I dance about, I don't know, three to seven times a week every night um, in classes, choreography classes. And I've told you to come, Tiff. Yes, uh, <laughs> I will. I will. I promise. Um, but yeah, that's a place where I am able to really be creative and let out um, just a lot of my emotions and express them. Um, in a way that I can't um, with any other medium. So dance, still very much dance. You know, for me, I think, like, look, food and travel, since I was probably three years old when I first went on a trip, have always nourished my soul. But I think what I'm, what's sort of inspiring me at the moment is this great community that yeah. we have in the UAE. Um, you know, we are living, I'm, we're all living far away from home or well, you grew up here, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of us are. And I just, you know, the more and more we chat to people, I realize how I'm involved so much with the food community and how supportive everyone is. And, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to start a breakfast club, for example. And so many people have been, you know, even those who've interviewed have said, do it yeah. and we'll help you. And, I, I like that and I'm I'm liking being part of the fabric and so I want to just explore more of that and spend more time with people who inspire me and I can see as expanders and who who champion this this support network. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. What nourishes your soul, Chirag? Oh, I didn't realize I was going to be asked the <laughs> question. Asking, yes. <laughs> yeah. Generally, I would say conversations because that's really, that's something that really gets me. Uh, but at the moment, I think my answer is going to be more me time. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just like, the end of the week, the fact that I take that downtime, I've set aside. Um, so that's, I, fi I find that actually very nourishing. And um, in December, I was away for about three weeks. It wasn't like I wasn't, you know, doing anything uh, strenuous. And I came back just feeling very agitated. And it took me a while to realize the only reason was that because for three weeks in a row, I had just not taken time out mm. yeah. for myself and gone for my walks by myself and just relaxed. Um, so, so I think, yeah, that's definitely something that that's very nourishing for me. It's, and, yeah, it's yeah, so important as well. Definitely. And I think we saw like some interesting themes across the answers that we got from, from our guests as well. Um, people talking about sustainability, of course. Um, a lot of people talking about kind of having some kind of purpose. And just people actually realizing their dreams. Yeah. You know, they might not have known it at the beginning of how they were going to get there, but they've all found ways Um yeah, and, and have made things work. And I think yeah. that's hugely inspiring. I, I think I, I really actually like this question for that reason is because it's kind of like this minute, take a minute, just let's not talk about work. Although yeah. for a lot of people, actually, 
the answer was where, like Matthew mentioned yeah. baking. Was, and I think that's because people are living their passion. Exactly. Yeah. So, so many of the people. Yeah. I loved what Trina said, though, Christmas tree producer, our grower. You know, she said that freedom nourishes her. That was soul. a loaded one. Yeah. yeah, that was. That was, I don't, yeah. It was really deep. beautiful. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Nourish my soul. Well, freedom. You are, in a way, a little free. Yeah. And you can decide. And if you don't feel well one day, you just work harder the next day. So, yeah, I think it's the freedom I like. That's lovely. And I think that's so true. If I think of, like, your farm, you have no fences because you just want the animals to roam free and you want people to be able, you said you want people just to walk around. Yeah. So I think that really, exactly. it, it, you know, you're echoing what is important to you. That's um, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think we've had a well, fufa. <laughs> I think we call this a blooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so before we go, um, Tiff, what do you have lined up for the summer ahead? Yeah, so I am heading to South Africa for winter. Yes. Uh, you know, my love of cold weather. So <laughs> my mom keeps messaging saying, it's freezing. I've got the fireplaces going. And I'm like, yes, please let it like, last. I want rain. I want the fires. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to South Africa for almost three weeks. Um, and then I'm thinking of going to Portugal maybe in August, late August, just because I, I would like to try and get out every month of a summer, you know, because it does get so awfully hot here. Yeah. Um, that's about it. What about you? Um, nothing much. I'll still be in Dubai for the summer, so it'll be a quiet one. Um, but I might be adopting a second cat. Oh, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to spend some time uh, introducing uh, the two cats of the household in the summer. So it's, it's a good downtime to be able to do that. Yes. Um, so that might just be my plan. Stay in Dubai, eat food, introduce cats to each other and not lose my mind. <laughs> and we'll be planning our new season. We will. So, yes. yes, we can. Yeah. What What about you, Chirag? More podcasts, actually. Uh, but just like with this, we have a lot of stuff that's coming back in September. Uh, we have a lot of activity around COP that's mm-hmm. happening, which is happening in November, December. So it's a lot of stuff that's in the run up to to September and the months to come. So that's kind of where the focus is going to be. More conversations, interesting chats. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And air conditioning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of our first season. Um, I'm, qu- I'm quite sad, actually, yeah. <laughs> but excited for season two. Thank you for listening and joining us on this journey. We'll be back again with more conversations, tastings, experiences, food, and of course, things that will nourish your heart and soul in late August, early September. This episode was brought to you by Spinney's and is hosted by me, Devina Devecha and Tiffany Eslick. We're produced by Chirag Desai and artwork is by Michelle Clements and Jihan Youssef. You can follow Spinneys on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok for more and visit us at spinneys.com where you can shop for fresh produce and a variety of local and exclusive products. Have a lovely summer. Be cool. Uh, we won't end this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me change that. Have a lovely summer. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> be cool is like, you know, be cold. Find coolness. <laughs> Have a lovely summer. <laughs>